Welcome to Truthzilla. I am Megan sitting here with Scott and Ed Hello. at Manifest what? 2021. Let's hear it. Woo! Yeah! Yeah, baby. That's what's up right This is the here. future right here, folks. This is literally the future, you know? Like, like everything we talk about has kind of culminated to this moment right here, you guys. Like, this is literally... God, so much of what we do ever since the beginning, it's always been about... Well, you, Ed, you were kind of tell you were you were really characterizing it really well earlier. What were you saying? Uh, well, I just think I mean, and especially uh, the last leg of uh, guests we've had and like the people that have just really inspired me. I just think what we're doing is setting up the new world, right? Like our like, new world. Like for so long, we fought to to get back what we lost, but at some point, it kind of became obvious that it was more like um, we're going to create what's better, right? We're at a Right now, we're at a critical point where they're going to start mandating this vaccine at all these businesses, right? And um, and we need to not support those businesses, right? And I think when when this stuff start hap- happening, what we do, what we do is, uh, Kevin Jenkins said it the best. I hear him. We, you know, if the airline will, won't let you ride the airlines with without a vaccine, then make your own airline. You know, if, yep. if the if the stores won't let you shop. At, at, and buy their groceries, then build your own organic grocery store, right? Like, that's that's what we're about. That's what Manifest is about. That's what Freedom Cells is about. And um, I just, I, I feel so empowered lately that, like, uh, you know, what we're going to create is just so much better than what we were used to before, you know? Like, and, uh, yeah, I'm, there's, I, I've, I was talking to Tressa earlier, and, um, you know, as uh, is, is hard as some of this, year has been in like so many aspects of my life like i've lost people and uh you know my jobs i I realized i don't know if i realized that i hated my job as much until this last year Mm -hmm. and now i really know that i hate my job right but um (laughs) but at the same time like it's been the greatest year ever because i've met the most amazing people i've Mm -hmm. i've there's all those people that i lost like i've met people like that have so much more character and are so much like more aligned with my values like um this year so um people really showed their character and their colors and people that we thought were friends through acquaintance relationships ended up being um, kind of, I guess, like silent uh, haters or silent, uh, you know, killers of a vibe or whatever you want to say. But they weren't good for our persons. They weren't good for our lives. They weren't good ultimately for our families. And they really exposed themselves um, throughout this. And so while I mean, all of us at this table have ex- we've all experienced loss, um, friends, family members, even um, we've all ha- been heavily censored and banned. We've oh, been yeah. threatened. Um, it's we've had a lot of hate. And through it all, the truth keeps shining through mm-hmm. as it will because the truth will not be kept in the dark. The truth is a light to the world, and we are here to help um, all of us who are speakers of the truth to, to shine that light in the dark corners where people are still being blanketed by the propaganda of uh, everything. Everything that we all know. Yeah, and I think this last year really woke. It woke, you know, we were awake, but we were really awakened throughout this last year. And that has created um, sort of like this global humanity. I mean, just us doing this podcast, you know, we have listeners throughout, I mean, everywhere almost in the world, even uh, Afghanistan and Hong Kong and uh, the messages that that we put out. Yes, Saudi Arabia. All over Africa. um, It's it's really encouraging and and it helps us to know that we are not alone in fighting this. We are not alone in seeking our organic humanity and our ability to have our sovereignty not stripped from us or our children. And uh, when we gather together like this and we and we put these truth seeds out there, it's like uh, one of the speakers was saying the other night, We maybe we don't have 
all of the answers. Maybe we can't answer every single question, but each one of us has a seed inside of us and we can plant that into the hearts and minds of other people. We are not supposed to change people's minds. We're supposed to give them a light so they can see the truth for themselves. Yeah, I feel I feel like Yeah, man. Yeah, Megan. I feel like like we've said this before if you guys have heard us before, you know, I feel like this journey for us, you know, Truthzilla, it started off with this whole concept of Okay, so this like we like Ed came to me, like he was coming to me on his lunch breaks like right when COVID was kicking off me like, dude, what is going on with the world? The whole world's going crazy, right? You know? Yeah, totally. Like, and, and we were talking and we were thinking about like doing like t-shirts, you know, like making yep. t-shirts yep. or something yeah. like that to get the message out. And, uh, and, and Ed had the suggestion like, let's just start a podcast. I'm like, no, dude, there's no way. That, there's no way that would ever happen. You know, there's no way that we could ever, you know, there's too many podcasts out there, too late in the game, blah, blah, blah. All these self-doubt, self-negative, self-talk, all that crazy stuff, right? And then... We just decided to do it. We just decided to do it. It got that crazy. It got that crazy. You know what I mean? Like, like, and I feel maybe a lot of you guys feel, I, I, you know, I've heard the story over and over to where it just got so crazy that it forced us into action. And so it yeah. forced us into action. And so I see people here that have been forced into action. You know, I see so much of that. You know, I see so many powerful, strong people here um, that I've gotten to know. But anyway, yeah, so it started off with like, okay, so how do we wake people up to what we, because we see it. But it's so obvious that other people don't see it. Like, how is it? How do they not see it? How do they not see it? Like, but to be so fair, most of us didn't see it for most of our lives. Yeah, true, you know? true, 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 true. So, so, that, so that's, that's where, like, kind of the, the hope was, you know, in reaching people. So the idea for this show was kind of like truth, Truthzilla. Let's start putting the truth in their face, front and center, and stuff that's, like, easily provable. So that's why, like, our first episodes were, like, Tower 7, 9-11, you know. We were talking about MK Ultra. you know, things that are, like, in the public conscious, things that could be easily proven but maybe people weren't quite aware of you know and so that was the idea and the further we got along we hit this roadblock where we realized that like you know the people that are awake are probably the ones that are going to be awake and right now our energy probably is better going to be spent like empowering the people that are already with us you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. like it's so reaching out and focusing on solutions rather than talking about the problem you know over and over and over which we do we still do we, we love do. doing <laughs> it. love it love it love it but it's more about okay solutions and that's when we start talking to, uh, you know, so if you go back like the last six months, like a third of our episodes are just people we've met in Freedom Cells, like Zoe, Mackenzie, um, you know, some, some other folks that aren't even here. You know what I mean? It's just so crazy. Like the, the community that's come up around us just by, you know, doing this has just been so amazing, you guys. It's been so amazing. So like you, you guys inspire me so much. Like yeah. I've learned so much from you guys. It's yeah. incredible. Certainly, Absolutely. Certainly. And I see all the mommies and daddies here and Ed and I were talking earlier about this and just like last night listening to music. It's my little sidebar, but this is sort of, you know, the reason why I sit up and do what I do and the guys know I have terrible anxiety in front of a microphone and even worse anxiety if we go live and now we're sitting in front of live people so this was a huge step outside of my comfort zone but um, my <laughs> yeah give a hand for Megan <laughs> give a hand for Megan dude you guys she oh but we would we would just we would be nowhere without Megan dude. oh like, no I gotta give so much credit you guys 100 like, percent but her, her rants are just epic you guys it's just crazy I can like, get a little I can't fiery. Do it. I can't do it. <laughs> but, you know, I look out here and like the other night and I'm seeing, you know, all of our children playing together. And we're all from different walks of life and different experiences and different places in the world. And all of our kids are out here playing. They're climbing trees after dark. They have dirty fingernails and dirty faces. And I had goosebumps and was brought to tears watching them with flashlights in these trees the other night. I see my kids out here running and playing. This is why I sit in front of this microphone. You know, maybe like we all know that the clean hearted win in the end, that at the, at the end we win, but we're, we're laying 
laying the groundwork, right? Maybe we don't see the the full win, the full victory in our lifetimes, but maybe our children will. And what we're doing while we're sitting here is to pave the way for them to pick up this torch and that the truth won't be you know, censored out, that it won't die down, that our children will not be taught fear, and that they'll feel comfortable and confident um, around loving individuals who are um, living their lives in the interest of sovereignty and accountability and all those kind of things. So as hard as it is for me to sit here and do this, I, you know, my family came out here, uh, my extended family came out here, my children are sitting in the audience, and I'm, I'm so thankful and blessed because this is, this is why we do what we do. This is why I get uncomfortable and throw little crying temper tantrums occasionally right before we roll from nerves. No. Uh, he's what? so sweet to not admit it on the microphone. <laughs> But um, I, we're so very grateful for all of the opportunity to, to meet um, so many of you and hear your stories and to just have this fellowship in this community. And most importantly, that we're teaching that to our kids, that these documentaries that we watch, that the CDC reports that we, you know, tailor down to understandable format for them so they're not afraid of the new news clip, um, all of these kinds of things that we do, we're, we're, we're lighting... Uh, what should I say? We're, we're planting uh, embers for fires that we may never see, but our children will stoke those flames. So kids, mm -hmm. we're so, so glad that you're here. All of the kids in the audience and all of you mommies and daddies, we're so grateful because all of us are the ones that are making the way. So. Yeah. Sorry, kids. I mean, it's going to be on you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but you said it earlier, though, but but we do win this thing. We do. Yeah. We win this we thing in the long run. We are all on the correct side of history, we right? Are. Like, and to be like, I've I let this thing get me down previously, yeah. but at this point, I'm like, what an honor yeah. it is. Yeah. What an honor it, it is, is to, to be to be fighting against tyranny. This is our opportunity in history, like like our ancestors have had to do to fight against tyranny. This is our time to do it. This weird. We were all selected for this. Like, you Absolutely. know, um, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel, I've had a real feeling since we got on this journey that like just like everything in my life has led up to this moment. Yes. I was prepared along the entire way to be able to help fight for this movement, right? Yeah, yeah if you guys haven't tried it, dude, fighting tyranny is intoxicating. <laughs> it's, it's addicting. It's addicting. Have you guys ever, ever bullhorned anything? That shit is amazing. Dude, he was born for the horn. Born, born for, the, for horn. the horn, baby. Yeah, if you guys dude. have not... Bullhorned anything, dude. That shit is amazing. It's okay. I was not born for the horn, dude. but I went with Scott and I was like, holy shit, that's how it's done. Yeah. Yep, yep. Dude, fighting tyranny is intoxicating. I encourage everybody. We need a t shirt that says not. fighting tyranny yes. and that's the new one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But you know what? Just by us being here, like we are this is our this is our way. You know, we, we talked to like Zoe had a great presentation yesterday talking about like we have to be nonviolent in this. We have to not play by their games and their rules. That's how they operate. All of these cartels, all these organizations, they run on violence and they 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 and so by us being here, this peaceful resistance, you know, we're finding counter economies. We're building yeah. mutual exchange groups. We're building community. Like, this is the resistance right here, man. Like, this is the resistance. It's so amazing. We got tables up here. You know, please, like, support each other. You know, we yeah. can support each other. We can trade things. You know, like, this is this is the world we want to build, you know? Yeah. And Absolutely. So, and this is just a little microcosm, an example, just to maybe learn and take back to your community, you know? Yeah. I, I, like we've been saying, you know, okay, so great example. Craig. You want to come up and tell us about you? So he took the freedom cell idea and he's taking it to the next level. You want to tell us about what you got going on? Come on up here, Craig. Hey, Craig. Craig. Come on, Craig. Woo! So you guys, just so you know, Craig. 
that's been with us from from like episode one or two. Yes. We've, we've stayed in contact. He's like a he's like family. So Craig. Yes. <laughs> Craig. So this is Craig, everybody. Woo! Craig, hey, tell Craig. us tell us what you're doing in your community, okay? Well, we we had a, a Washington State group. It's a tele, tele, Telegram group, which I was hooked up from by these guys. And um, got a, it was a Washington State group. We probably had about six, 700 people. Grew to like 800 people. Um, but it was a little overwhelming. You know, everything's going on. Everyone's on a different level. Like, you know, we've all discovered through this walk here. And um, then so we broke it up in counties. So I live in Pierce County, Washington. And uh, it, was a, it was a, you know, a much smaller group, probably around, oh, 60, 80. I think it's closing in on 100 people or so. And then we broke off more of like uh, we got the active members of that group together and broke it off on even an, an, another group. But um, now that group's building and we got together um, it was a couple weeks ago and it was it recharged my batteries. I mean, we got people together. People are out there um, feeling alone, you know, feeling like uh, they're looking for, you know, people like the message that these guys are given. And uh up here in the Pacific Northwest, we all know, I mean, if you all, are all up from up here, you know how tough it is. When we look to our left and our right, we go to work. Um, it's against us, you know. So it's great to get the batteries recharged and get people around us and just have conversations, sit around a campfire rather than our telegram groups or our uh, the Zoom calls or phone calls or whatever. It's getting in person, getting in personal contact really means a lot. And um, I encourage that to everyone. And uh, yeah, yeah, we need to recharge the batteries. We got to fight ahead of us. Yep. And I think uh, we all know that. But um, yeah, this is inspiring. I mean, it's uh, I pretty much found these guys right around when the time they started. And I was like, hey, somebody is thinking like me. I'm not seeing that. So <laughs> these guys are, uh, yeah, three crazy individuals. I was yeah. like, how is it going to be three people with a, with a podcast? You know, are they going to be talking over each other or what? But <laughs> Some, sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, well, well you know, <laughs> like, each one of these guys have different personalities yeah. and they bring something to the table. Sometimes, you know, Megan will take off on a passionate message. And then it was like episode six or something. And Ed was like, Ed took the reins and like was doing pushback against one of their guests, which was like, cool. You know, that, uh, that was like a big thing because I like, I like to see that because there's not, you're not always going to have the people and agree with everybody's message, right? Yeah. So. I mean, Ed's not a shill? What? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, that's Scott the day I knew sure he wasn't a shill. Right? <laughs> was it Alex from Skeptico? <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, Possibly. Possibly. Hey, you know, Alex is all right. Yeah. Okay, Until he started talking <laughs> shit on Tom Cowan. Okay, well, yeah. Yep, Speaking of, you guys check next week's lineup. We might have an episode with Tom Cowan. I'm not, I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. Ooh. I don't know. Theoretically, we interview him on Wednesday. Uh, potentially, yes. Potentially, yes. Yeah, so. But anyway, I can get going quite a bit for you know some t on this uh, topic here. But it's heck yeah on my show. It's a three-man show. Craig, you're the <laughs> no, man. you're wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Give it up for so Craig, everybody. Thanks for being Craig. here. Craig, love Craig. Dude. I'm just curious to know though. Like I know, so when this COVID went off, like I personally, I was I came from the medical freedom side of things, and I just instantly knew this was bullshit i'm like a show of hands did you guys think like what did you guys think this was real did you guys think this was total garbage 
Total garbage, garbage. hands up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hands up. All right, all right. Yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of when we created, because I was more the medical freedom guy. Scott was more like the, the it's, it's, uh, conspiracy encyclopedia. So we kind of <laughs> came together. But it's funny now, it's like all my medical freedom podcasts are saying the same thing as all my conspiracy podcasts. Yeah. They're one and the same now, right? Yeah. It's, all, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's conspiracy analysis at this point, right? Like, right. it's mm-hmm. just like we're just living through it. But Right. And I think that it's not, you know... They want to politicize this thing so much, dude. It's so crazy because they want to put everybody in a box. They, they have put, to divide us. They have to. I mean, it yeah. doesn't – like, the world to them doesn't make sense. But, like, through Freedom Cells, through, like, Squatch Fest, this event, I see this crazy confluence of people where it's like, you know, you have people who are, like, you know, super, like, metaphysical and, like, oh, yeah, man. Then you got, like, super, like, you know – 3D printed shotguns, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that type of stuff, you know what I mean? Like it's like this crazy confluence of people that you think, like in that in their paradigm where it's like they're complete opposites, but it's no. We all are aligned with like the truth, man, I feel it. Yeah. You know, and it's such a powerful, awesome thing. And I love getting into conversations with people like like at work, you know, people I, I talk about it sometimes on the show where it's like, you know, like I say a certain something or another about like maybe the vaccine or something like that. And they're like, oh, you're just a Trump supporter. Like, no, uh, dude, no, 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 not even there, dude. Like, they're like, like they, and then it doesn't. We're, we're like not even on that level of thinking it's so like, long I'm, ago. I'm against all of it, dude. Yep. All of it. Yep. You take all of it and just throw it away, man. Nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. And so, but it doesn't make sense to them. And that's so, I don't know. It's interesting. But I just, uh, but it's hard sometimes, you know, standing in your truth. It can be really hard. You know, uh, it can be really demoralizing, especially if you don't have community. Like, we're lucky. We're really the lucky ones here yeah. that we have community and we have people that we can turn to and rely on and get feedback from and, and check in with. And when we have a really awful interaction at a store or something, you know, we can vent to each other. Get in our group know. chat and start, like, really, like, God. just quietly demoralizing someone's entire existence. Or we can get on, we get on the microphone. Yeah, some of these people that mess with us, it's like, mm, It, it really comes from have, such a place yeah, of hate from they don't, them. They don't know we have a platform, though. So sometimes it's like, okay, yeah, bring it, boy. You don't know. I actually have a platform. So yeah. How, how many times, how many store <laughs> Sorry. store incidences have we gone through together? Oh. I've been thrown out it's a few been, times. Yeah. We've had, yeah, some, yeah. We've had some rough exchanges. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. How about this? Who traveled the farthest to be here? Curious. Well, I don't know if you can just like j- ask the whole crowd. Like, what was it? Two and a half hours? What do you got? Six. Six hours. Anybody? Can anybody beat six? Oh, anybody yeah. beat six? All right, Catherine, get up here, dude. Woo! Hey, Catherine. <laughs> all right, all Woo! right. So another. So I met Paul and Catherine. Up at Squatch Fest, right? And it was funny because some of you guys heard the story where I was like freaking out, running around collecting firewood, right? Craig was helping oh, me yeah. out. Firewood, <laughs> you were the right? firewood czar. Yeah, I got nicknamed he the, was firewood the firewood czar. The firewood he czar. will forever be. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was, it was frustrating. But anyway, it's okay. So th- in preparation for this event, I made sure we had lots of firewood. So there you go. But anyway, we had to have the talk. That was the first thing I asked you about. Yeah. Well, <laughs> then, then I, well, then I had Catherine ran up to me. And she's like, "I recognize your voice. Are you on True I was like, "What? That's the weirdest thing ever." So there you go. So Catherine, welcome to the show. Thank Catherine. Thank you. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing very well. Yeah, I didn't uh, ever see your videos because I always just do your podcast. So I didn't know what any of you guys look like. There you oh, go. Well, wow. just only the audio. Yeah. So that's a trip. That would, that tripped me out. But yeah. then we got to hang out, and it's just so cool, dude. Like Paul, Catherine, dude, they're like the coolest people ever. Thank you. They're getting married. <laughs> they're 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 bailing. They're you guys are bailing out, right? You're bailing out of... We're bailing. We're going to Texas. Northwest. They're going to Texas. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. We have a lot of things pulling us <laughs> farther east anyway. We weren't planning on being out in Washington for a super long time. So yeah. it's a good catalyst to get us closer to our families. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm so glad you made it because I heard you had some bad news before this. What's, yeah. You want to tell us about that? Sure. Yeah. Bit? Okay. 
I work for the government. Um, oh. Yeah, I work for the best part of the government, the Park Service. Okay. So I work in the Olympic National Park. It's beautiful. It's amazing. I actually get to drive around a lot for work. I spend like six hours on average a day in the truck. So I get to listen to a lot of you guys. Um, that's I've consumed so many of your podcasts driving around the peninsula. But um, on Thursday, there was a mandate for all federal employees to get the vaccine. Wow. So, yeah, I had a very dark day on Thursday. was not feeling very good about it. The whole, yeah, it's not a good situation. But I work seasonally, so my season ends mid-September. And I'm hoping I can just kind of, like, push back enough to get through the next six weeks. And then that'll be it, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's super scary because, I mean, obviously federal employees are a huge percentage of our population. And yes. like you talk all the time about we lost all this ground when we masked our kids. We right. You, yeah. That's one that you say that all the time. Yeah. And like this, I don't have kids. So this, this is, is my, a, this my is battle. A, this is the next huge, huge. cut. Yeah. It affects yeah. so many people. And I just, yeah, I like this feels like the first big domino to fall. Um, you know? Do you, I'm just curious, do you, are you plugged in up there at all to like a medical freedom, uh, like a chat where you can reach out to attorneys in your area? No, not really. We do have a freedom cell. It's really small. There's like eight, six or eight people in it. I think it's pretty tiny. And, and we you have, guys are in Washington. Yeah, but we're on the peninsula, so we're really remote. And um, yeah, I've, I've been looking into some resources. I'm trying to figure out what's next, but I really, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to know. Like, I don't know where to start yep. exactly. And yeah, so I, I'm going to give my own opinion on this and you might disagree with me, but I, I think that the, the legal side of thing is not going to really help us at this point. No. It's just, I mean, it's, if you, you listen to a legal man on the quash at all, mm -hmm. like really, it'll only stay the devil for so long. I mean, the law, they, they do what they want, right? Yeah. Like they yeah. just do what they want, right? Like the, the idea, I, I know um, I would love for the constitution to stand for what it does and to be able to fall back on this document and, and to be able to defend it. But I don't think that, uh, they really give a shit about that. No, be, I think that's the battle. Honest. It's a constant, it's a, to break down the constitution. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole deal. I mean, yeah. labeling everybody who disagrees with the main thing as a right wing extremist because they believe in the constitution yeah. is the whole, well, we're, we're all Trumpers. Deal. We're yeah. immediately <laughs> Trumpers if we don't fall into the narrative. Domestic and, that's, yeah. and that's the thing. That's the thing that's so like exquisitely like horrible about this is how yeah. they just take like all of this uh diverseness of humanity and how intelligent each one of us is and the depth that each one of us has and our ability to process information and to share that with others and they just put us in these tiny boxes like that's all we have and all the and, labels. and, and yeah. the media that's how they create that divide yeah. if they box us they can divide us and that's part of what we do here and you know well that it's all we're trying to break down those walls of division and show that you know we're all about you know your personal freedom, your personal sovereignty. And the Constitution didn't give that to us. God gave that to us. We are sovereign. We are unique and special. We belong to ourselves. And that is the fight. It doesn't matter who you voted for, whether or not you ever want to vote again, if you're still a Republican, Democrat, Libertarian. None of that matters. What matters right now is sovereignty. That is what we're fighting for. And we can blanket that under any term. And this covers everything from what they're doing to the air to poison us from what they're trying to stick into our kids and try to force you to stick into you mm -hmm. all of these little things where we can't collect our rainwater it was little <laughs> bits at a time and then they pulled the rug really fast and all of the people that were already sort of open or aware of what was going on the light came on for all of us yes. and this is now why now we know we are fighting a quiet war yeah. um, and that's what this is they're not using weapons mm -hmm. they're using psychology yeah. just like with the this is why we go back to MK Ultra a lot and we talk 
talk about the the information they were able to get um, about the way that the human mind works, the way that we can be controlled, the way that we're influenced in the public school system is the very beginning of that. Um, So sorry to interrupt you. No, not at all. I mean, it's my job is really interesting because I'm surrounded by people who are vaccinated. There's one other person that I know that I talk to that I have solace in, you know, and I get to like vent with him, but everybody else has the shot. And so, and it's very 1984. I'm like, who? I can't even talk about it. Like in the, it sort of kind of dipped where everything was a little calm for a while. And I feel like I was starting to feel my power a little bit where I was like, yeah, I can talk about this stuff. Like I can have these conversations a little at work with people. But then once this mandate came through this week, I was like, oh, um, whoops, like I should have been keeping my mouth shut this whole time. Like I'm afraid now for maybe any seeds that I planted with people. And so that is very interesting because it's the psychology of it. I'm like, where am I? I'm not even safe to have an opinion, you know, especially because my to have open dialogue with your peers, to have fellowship with your peers, all of it. And colleagues. And I know you guys deal with that at work, too. Like. And, and I, I, I feel for you because that is a terrible position to be put in. But I expect that we're probably all, all going to be put in that mm-hmm. position. All of us. Yeah. And, yep. um, and we've I, talked about that I, since the beginning. I will certainly, I mean, I think everyone here knows that no, none of us will be injecting that in us to keep our jobs, right? No. We just no. won't do that. That is that is, that is the, the, the line in the sand. And, and I, it's going to get hard, but it's, but it's going to get better at the same time. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to create <laughs> jobs in our new world, right? Like yeah. that's. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Cool. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you nice talking to you. Thank guys. you so much. Let's hear it for Catherine. That's so cool. Woohoo! Love it. Wait, you're giving out those buttons? Too? Yes, I'm giving out my buttons. My buttons. Uh, do I get a button? No, you don't get any buttons at all. We didn't want my the buttons, buttons, Ed. Member. So now Scott's gonna not give us a button. Keep them over here. In my buttons. Okay. There the you go. Buttons are. We'll have to yeah, tell the, the button are. story on a different. Yeah. yeah episode. Well, yeah. That's a bump out. Yeah. Some premium bonus episode. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So. Another thing I want to talk about too is, um, you know, like like kind of what I was saying with our project here, where we were just like, oh no, it's too late. No, I can't really do it. You know what I mean? But I think and Megan always talks about we each have our own individual gifts, we each have our own individual talents, and we each have our own individual ways of, of disseminating information. You know, whether you start a freedom cell or you do whatever, whatever it is, just you, and you guys are all doing it. You're making your crafts. You're you're making music. You know, there's so many different ways you guys are doing. It. There's a couple people I really want to highlight that are doing it. And the first one I want to bring up is Pat. Pat, you want to come up here, buddy? And now he kind of took the reins too, and he started his own podcast. Okay, and I want to get, I want everybody out there checking this out. Okay, Pat, come on up here, buddy. So he has a podcast called Winston Smith's Diary. Do you guys know Winston Smith is? You guys know Winston Smith, right? Tell us a little bit, Pat. Uh, Winston Smith is the protagonist in 1984. So I thought a lot of people who were kind of keyed in would recognize that and be like, "Oh, that that's interesting. Let me check this podcast out." So yeah, it's kind of the whole. Just the aspect of the book opens with him writing in his diary, like down with Big Brother. It's got, so it's just coming from that perspective, yeah. and then just going, doing whatever from there. So cool, yeah. awesome, man. So so he's he's just starting it up, but I want everybody to go check it out because it's it's really great. It's really great. And then looking at what's going on today and through the lens of like the narrative of 1984. And like if you haven't read 1984 in a while, you know it's a good refresher. You know because it's crazy, man. Like it's so. You know, it's just exactly what we what we're experiencing right now. You know? Yeah, it was it was written like, as a as a warning, and now it's just a playbook. Yeah. It's just so yeah. overt, you yeah. know. It so. is. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, what what do you what do you got going on in your world as so far as that goes? Uh, actually, I just did a an interview with I don't know if you guys heard of uh, Victoria Palmer. She does mm. the Seattle Truth Network. Okay, cool. So I got to meet her with, uh, doing a couple events. She she did like an anti mask event in front of the Gates Foundation in yeah. Seattle. Ooh. Just you know. Ooh. 
We had signs out there saying, um, you know, honk if you question the mask mandate. And this is in the dead of winter when it's like total hot, really high mask insanity. And we got like four to five positive interactions. You know, there's there's little little hecklers and little punks, but more people were (laughs) encouraged by people being out there and being and being not afraid to say something, you know, because when they see people on the street, it gives them that little consent to say, "Okay, well, I'm thinking these things and they're 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 saying it's all right to to, to, you know, acknowledge that. Well, we say all the time, I say all the time that, you know, one of the one of the big things just about human nature is we want to be accepted. You know, I mean, that's just innate. We want the first thing is we need to bond with our parents. We, we want to be accepted as a species. And so it's so hard when there's such blatant, ugly division and you're trying to stand up for something true to have those hecklers and those haters. I mean, like I said, we've had the threats and, and really ugly things come at us. That's really hard. And I've said many times, if it was just me, I would probably have a real loud mouth at home. Um, and I wouldn't probably sit in front of a microphone. It's the power of knowing that somebody else out there also, like, you know, Scott's done it many times. He hasn't had a mask on in a store, and somebody sees that, and they say, thank you for doing that, and they feel empowered to take their mask off. Each one teach one, and we lead by example. We show people they're not alone, that they don't need, need to be afraid. Look, I'm doing it. Look, there's community. Get plugged into the Freedom Cell. Get plugged into ours. We have community. We all made friends at different farms, and we mm-hmm. go out and hang out as, like, these big collectives, um, and it's really beautiful. But that power of knowing you're not alone mm-hmm. and that you're not standing there alone, and it encourages and empowers other people to be brave. Thanks for being brave. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. And on the other side. There you go, dude. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Pat. So everybody go check out Winston Smith's Diary on all your favorite podcast players and this and that. It's well produced, too. It's really cool. Thank I, you, I, Pat. I recommend it. Thank you, Pat. The other so thing about example. that, though, too, is I, I'm just thinking, like, all these people are, like, honking for this because it's the right thing. But, yeah. but how many people know people who have gotten this vaccine just because they wanted to travel? Right? Yep, yep. Like how yep. many times have I heard that? I've heard that so many times. Like people people they don't even trust it, they don't want it, but they're just complying to go along and it's we're working uphill at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. So we need to show them that we have community and it's better over here. Well, a lot of it is it is the dissonance that people don't believe that this shot is dangerous, you know, or they think yeah, whatever's happening to other people isn't going to happen to me with not fully understanding the ramifications of the ingredients in this particular shot. Oof. Um and what it can do to I mean the crossing the blood brain barrier what it's doing you know to your internal tissues with these spike proteins the fact that we know for sure there's a patented ingredient in it that actually calcifies your pineal gland you know your pineal gland it's well known um, that is your ability to have a conscience that is you know what I always refer to as my ability to communicate with Jesus it's because I have discernment because I have this open pineal gland that I could do that we all know that uh, as much as you know empathic people we project our traits onto other people and so I think that's a huge thing out there is people watching CNN they don't they they can't imagine they can't imagine there's these big dark people these 13 families or these you know few you know the UN that the people that make up the UN or the guy that swap who is it swapping from Monsanto to is FDA regulation oh yeah Uh, yeah. you know they just they can't fathom that there's something that evil that people would really wish us ill um, and that's because we're projecting who we are and we're project- projecting our ability to connect to God onto them. That is not who they are. Um, any, and my, and my uh, beliefs are, um, I, you know, in the word of God. And so I feel that um, what we need to understand is there is a whole psychopathy of people, people, 
walking this earth that don't have the ability to have discernment. They don't have the ability to relate to other people. And the only thing that they do feel is enriched and fulfilled by the suffering and the subjugation of other human beings. Um, they want to see how far they can get in life by experimenting on all the rest of us, and COVID is not the first example of that, though COVID oh, brought yeah. it up to many of our consciousness that it's been going on for many, many decades. We go back now and we look at the research. We go back now and we look at the government's own documents, their own patents again and again and again, and how they just normalize it through the media. And I say all the time in my own household, um, you know, we have uh, n no cable, no access like that. But as much as we can, we need to be shutting those systems off. Even those of us that are awake, because regardless, that negative, toxic information that we need to go through it so that we know how to prepare ourselves, we need to not dwell there. Um, and we need to remember that what we're fighting against is not people like, oh, you and me. Um, and, and, and we need to realize that what we're fighting against is literally abject evil. That we're fighting mm -hmm. against people that were um, empty vessels and they have been indwelt by dark demonic spirits and entities. And this is carrying out a very, very long prophecy. And literally in our lifetimes, we're watching it play out through these governmental organizations, this hierarchy of you know structures. And if you start to dig a little bit deep, you will find the truth and they will cut our microphones. Isn't that true, <laughs> oh, guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they can't wait, dude. They've been doing a great job of it. They sure but have. you know what? It's kind of you just reminded me. It's kind of like George W. Bush said. They hate our freedom, you know, right? They do. Oh my gosh, they, do. Right? they hate our ability yeah. to, to yeah. think for ourselves. So, yeah. So they're like they're like they're like the new Al Qaeda, man. They're like the new Al Qaeda. They hate our freedom, right? Oh my God. There you go. So, <laughs> holy smoke. So again, all right. So other people that are putting it out there in the ways that they can and just just showing up for their gifts. I want to bring Rhyme, Rhyme Wave. Get up here, dude. Rhyme Wave. Okay. So he was. Woo! We, we had a whole set of music last night. So fantastic. Uh, you guys, and, and we were rocking late into the night, and, and as it turns out, you know, by the time our friend Ryan Wave got on the stage, uh, you know, many people had chosen to go to beds, which, by the way, all your social credit scores are now in the toilet that we're doing. 100% in the toilet right. now. Thank you, Pat, for the joke. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Look who you've but, got but, still. Uh, but, so anyway, what we're going to do is we're going to do an encore performance. After tonight's speakers, he's going to do a set tonight, so you guys will get a chance to see it, because it's super epic, okay? Yeah. And then, and then yeah. we're going to do uh, DJing throughout the night. So, man. What's going on, man? Tell us a little. You still got uh, okay, not right? much. He has had this uh, praying mantis on his hat all just day, out. hours and hours, all day, all since day about long. noon. Since about noon, just, just hanging out on the hat. So cool. You feel like you feel blessed. I I don't really know how to feel. I I guess I take it as a compliment. It can't be <laughs> can't be a bad bad sign. Right. A yeah. little bit flattered, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, this is an honor to be up here with you guys. I found your podcast uh, sometime in 2020. I think I heard you guys guesting on another podcast okay. and then I was like oh these guys are in Oregon and uh, I'm I actually live like 10 minutes away from here I'm nice. in Malala I was in Portland and then relocated out here I'm working on a farm now um, loving it and yeah I make music uh, if you guys saw it last night thanks mm -hmm. for coming out and supporting Dude, and so good if you so didn't good. see it or if you weren't here last night I'll be doing a little uh, encore set tonight and good. honored to to throw that down but uh, yeah, I do like uh, a lot of people call it conscious hip hop. I don't really like that term because I think, you know, everyone's conscious in their own way. It's kind of like feels weird to be like, I'm conscious. Uh, so I, I call it underground hip hop or like psychedelic hip hop. These guys kind of called it truth hip hop, which I really like. Like okay, I never yeah. I never thought like, OK, yeah, I'm spitting the truth. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's all I try to do. I just try to, you know, just try truth. to be real and, and put my own truth into it. 
And uh, I've been making music for probably like most of my life at this point. I mean, I was playing music as a kid. I started rapping when I was like 14 and making beats and uh, just kind of really started taking it seriously over the last like three, four years, really trying to get out and play shows and spread the word. And uh, it's incredible to just be able to share the craft for people. And um, my whole goal with my music is to just inspire people and to just show people their true power and to raise the vibes and, uh, you know, to kind of dissect some of the more um, heavy things uh, with a lighthearted tone. So I try to inject humor and, um, you know, lots of fun stuff so that you leave the show like, oh, I had a fun time. But at the same time, like, put some heavy shit in there that really makes you think. And, uh, yeah, I think music and hip-hop in general is just a great way to communicate a message. Uh, you can pack a lot of punch into a song. You can really convey uh, a lot of information in a short period of time. And people remember songs like there's something about it like we still remember songs that we sang in school or in church or some theme song from commercials a kid you know yeah. that we haven't heard in 10 years yep. and you still remember Ice every Ice single Baby. word so there's something magical and mysterious about how music works and uh i've just always felt like it was my calling and it's uh it's cool to finally be able to do something with it after all these years and uh yeah, just been trying to have have discipline and dedication and just kind of keep chipping away because it's like it's a long road, you know, getting to the point where you're actually uh, out there playing shows for people. And yeah, this is just a blessing to be here with you guys and like minded community of individuals and uh, super stoked that I met you up at Squatch Fest yep, and yep, that yep. we could make this happen. And th yeah. Thank you all for having me up yeah, here. Dude, thank you thank so you much. So much for that's being really here, important man. because that's... we've completely lost punk rock. I was a yeah. punk rocker. We did lose yep. punk, punk rock. rock has been yep. lost. Sorry. Metal, punk rock, it's all gone. So we're, we're reclaiming hip hop, right? Yep. There you go. Yep. How's there that go? go? F you, do, do what they tell you? Is that the new yeah, one? Yeah. Right? Do what they tell you. They've switched it. Okay. F you, please drop what you're doing and do what they tell you. That's it. <laughs> All right, brother. Hell yeah. There yeah. you go. There oh, you go, shit. man. Thank, Thank you so much. And so, Thank you guys, you. Rhyme Wave Hip Hop on Instagram. Where else can they find you? Where else can they find you? Uh, just search for Rhyme Wave, R H Y M E W A V E, wherever you listen to your music. Yeah. So, you'll find me on Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, SoundCloud. There you go. All those things. Uh, I don't actually have physical CDs. I'm just trying to give the music away right. for free at this point. You can donate if you want. But the most important thing is just to listen, spread it around, just take it in, and hopefully it brings you some good vibes. There you go. So thank you, dude. Hell thank yeah. you. So Truezilla, Mind Militia, call to action. All of you out there listening, go make sure you follow him and also go listen to his music, dude. It's so legit. So legit. Like, this is how we're going to win this thing, you know? Absolutely. So. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, couple more folks that have been a huge part of our journey that are here that I just want to bring up real quick. So, Zoe, you want to come up here real quick? Zoe. She's living it. She's living the deal. She gave a big presentation yesterday about opting out of the system. Yes. And last we spoke to her on the show, um, so all of you listening out there, you remember she was our medical insider who has given us all the information about the the fuckery going on with all the <laughs> stuff in the medical business. And see, she has since opted out. Right? You want to give us a little bit of an update? Oh, God. Um, just a little bit. <laughs> short version? Yeah, just a um, short version. Quit working full-time at the hospital um, way back in April. I've been living nearly off-grid, um, provide about 50% of my power needs myself, um, severely reduce my water intake. I don't watch TV anymore at all. I've not watched Netflix in months. 
Um, I was planning to quit that anyway, so I quit. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I did buy a tiny house, so I'm living in a tiny house, if I didn't mention that part. Um, also growing food, working on a farm, loving it. Um, yep. Taking care of livestock, learning how to do that. Um, I've always taken care of animals like as a passion, but now I can do it as a day job, kind of. So that's really great. Um, getting ready to open my own business. Um, yeah. So. Zoe, I have a question for you. If, you. if you feel like it would be comfortable for you to do in just like a couple minutes time, for anybody that hasn't heard the episode with Zoe, are you able to give a kind of a brief overview prior to you leaving the hospital, like what was going on, just so they can kind of have some perspective of what you were dealing with? Yeah, um, and I'll have to remember the suicide part, which I keep forgetting because, I'll yeah. remind you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, initially I noticed that, you know, we, we were getting word that some virus is going to come through. I knew, just like Ed keeps saying, like I knew it was BS from day one. Um, and I just figured that it would be fear-mongering and it would just be a matter of time until it blew over. And it didn't blow over. <laughs> um, so when the shutdown happened, we had one actual patient that was an inpatient that was sick that had symptoms with COVID in five hospitals in the third biggest city in the country. Um, there were other hospitals in that city, we weren't the only hospital system, um, and we weren't the biggest hospital system, but even they only had like a handful of patients. So there was clearly no need for a shutdown at that point. I could, I could tell it was preemptive. And then we were told we couldn't um, keep people in the ICU, so we sent people home that should have been in the ICU and should have been kept in the hospital a little bit longer before they went home. We stopped using the OR. We um, started running out of money. They started uh, purposely closing down units of the hospital and laying people off and furloughing people because the patients never showed up. Uh, it was a ghost town. Um, then when masking and distancing and everything started happening, then the numbers started going up. Then we started getting patients that were dying on ventilators and having you know, some really severe symptoms. And they were all you know, the older set, the people that would have probably passed anyway um, if it were any other thing, even like a urinary tract infection, um, not, you know, some unknown crazy virus like they were saying. Um, the suicides went way up at that point, like exponentially way up at that point. Um, like, I, I need therapy from what I read during that time. It was, there's so many other people who are going to need therapy from what they had to experience from their own loved ones right in front of them. It was horrifying. Um, then uh, they furloughed me um, also, uh, and our workload actually went up because then uh, the numbers were really, really low for a really long time. It took until maybe like August of 2020 for our numbers to actually go up, and that was when the masking and distancing was like everywhere and everyone was having to work all day with this stuff on finally. That's when the numbers started to go up. And then we get, got inundated, and we um, weren't allowed to work overtime, so we just had to work harder, longer, with less quality, exactly what you want of your health care during a, a pandemic. We were told we couldn't take vacation anymore. Um, during the furlough time, we were told we had to use all our vacation before that and use all our sick time before they furloughed us. Um, so uh, I was even coerced into signing a form saying that if I didn't, voluntarily agree to be furloughed, then like nine other people were gonna be fired. Um, oh, man. 
Yeah. And then uh, in December, toward the end of December, the adverse effects from the vaccine started to come in. Uh, they started to do healthcare workers first in December. And uh, it was toward the end of that month that I started to see the cases come through from that time. That's how far behind we were. Like I'm looking, you know, a month in the past. And the adverse effects that I saw were everything from uh, death, strokes, seizures, falling down uncontrollably, passing out uncontrollably. Um, people would say they're not the same. Their spouse was not the same. They would, the patient would say they're not the same and the spouse would confirm that they weren't the same. Um, blood clots like I've never seen. Uh, like I'm talking like amputation level blood clots, like multiple, like not even possible in a prior medical setting kind of blood clotting. Um, like they were bringing specialists in going, I don't even know what to do. I mean, I can try to pull the clot out with our special tool, but I, I can't guarantee anything. It was that, that kind of level thing. Um, there was one patient who had six different levels of their vertebrae go gangrenous within three days of the shot. Um, and the medical establishment would literally write in the documentation this was not from the shot and then recommend that the patient get the next one. Yep. Terrifying. It's terrifying stuff, guys. But anyway, so you've since opted out, and now you're doing your thing. So that's so cool. So, well, we're awesome. so grateful to you for yeah, standing yeah, up yeah. and so, having the courage to yeah. speak pr prior with us and up here today, Zoe. Thank you Thanks, so Zoe. much. And way to set the example and such cut off, a good cut away from the system. That's man. so awesome, guys. Thanks, Zoe. That's what we all need to be doing more and more. All right, I feel like let's wind this down because our speakers are here. I see him. Yeah, I see him out here walking around. So super excited. We got Dr. Thomas in the house. You guys, hello everybody. Okay, so you guys, thank you for sitting in with us. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so very much for just doing what you had to do and that you wanted to do and what you could do to be here today for bringing your families, for bringing your kids, and for participating in this event today and for what you're doing outside of today in your own lives and your families and your communities. We're so grateful for your support. Thank you so much for coming to support Manifest 2021. We hope you guys have an amazing night. We have some incredible um, speakers coming up to talk. I'm so excited to yeah, go sit with my family yeah. and, and listen to this. So you guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your festival. We hope that you all are blessed. And uh, until next time. Well, I just be, I, you know, this is Manifest 2021. How about Manifest 2022? Yeah, I mean, I, th yeah. I think the first annual, think right? We're the first annual. annual. Yes, yes, I think yes. Okay, I should have said that. This going Absolutely. Yeah, what do you guys sure. think of the sign? That's pretty rad, right? <laughs> oh, Megan, Megan got me this Beavis one, and I, I had to put it up I didn't even see you so put that up. Okay, okay. okay so well, great. can you do the uh, laugh real yeah, quick so they know why? Are you threatening me? <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Everybody, until next time, I am Megan sitting here with my dear friends, Scott and Ed, and we wish all of you intellectual prosperity. Stay with me. Good night. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs>